Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. After years of working as a digital marketing trainer working with large businesses, Amy Hobson recently launched Focus Your Future, which is specifically designed for small and micro businesses so that they too can benefit from the same high quality training, consultancy and strategy, but without the big ticket price. Amy joins me now from Solihull. Hi, Amy. Hi, good to be here. Well, firstly, on a personal level, are you managing to stay positive through lockdown? I am, yes. It's been a little bit of a juggle. I'm a single mum with four kids, so it's been um, homeschooling. My partner was furloughed, so he's been here as well. So it's been a juggle, but yeah, mainly positive, I would say. And can you tell me a bit about how Focus Your Future and the rest of your business operated before lockdown hit? Um, I'm fairly lucky in that I'm all about digital marketing. So a lot of the work that I do is online anyway. So it was quite easy to adapt that even more to become all online. Um, I've had some clients who don't want it that way because I also do face-to-face. They'd much rather see me in front of a group of people, which is absolutely fine. I get that. And I miss that as a digital marketing trainer. I really like being in front of a group of people um, and feeding off the energy. Zoom isn't quite the same. It's great, but it it isn't quite the same. Um, So yeah, I've I've been really lucky that what I did, I have been able to adapt. And what are the different areas that Focus Your Future covers? Um, I specialise in digital marketing for small business. So um, I have been a small business. I've worked with lots of small businesses. So I kind of approach that with a small business headset. So normally you are chief bottle washer, you are purchaser, you are office caretaker, you're all of those things combined. So when you're using digital marketing, you're doing it on a either a small budget in terms of money or a small budget in terms of the time that you have. So what I try and do with those businesses is to enable them to get the most possible out of it in the least amount of time. Um, so lots of hints and tips and those kinds of things, but really just so that they can understand how it works so that they can decide whether it works for them. And if they want to pass it to somebody else, that they know the questions to ask, which is a really important thing. A lot of small and micro businesses have literally stuck their head in the sand and said, oh, well, I'll try and be here at the end of lockdown. Not good? Good? What's your opinion on that? Not good in general, I would say. Um, Even if you can't physically serve your customers, so if you're a nail salon, for example, or a hairdresser, where you're not legally allowed to be there, you're not legally allowed to help your customers, you can still stay stay visible. And that's for me, is where digital marketing really comes into it. So you can still have conversations, you can still have... Um, you can still give, come up with suggestions. You can be posting stuff that you know that your audience is interested in. So you can stay visible because one thing I can guarantee is that a lot of us are spending more time on social media than we were, whether that's because we're furloughed or because we can get away with it a little bit more because we're no longer working <laughs> at the office. True, yes. There's always that as well. I know I've been guilty of that in the past. Um, so for me, that's what's that's what makes the difference is it's about staying visible. It's about turning up. It's about not burying your hand burying your hand, burying your head in the sand, and then carrying on regardless. It's about maybe changing the way that you approach your customers. It's about using digital marketing to be able to be more visible so that when customers are ready to buy again, you're ready to serve them. Talking of changes, I know that you work from home, but what changes did you have to put into place for your business to carry on? Um, Apart from um, effectively keeping all of my children quiet, which is difficult. Um, (laughs) For everybody, yes, absolutely. Is a big thing. Um, But for me, I've actually launched a new business during this. So Focus Your Future was launched at the start of lockdown pretty much because that was always my plan. And I could have said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. It's not the right time. But I decided that actually it was the right time. So you like to live on the edge then? Oh, always. But I I am also a single mum of four boys. So kind of every day for me is almost life on the edge. (laughs) 
you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to hit you. Um, and, you know, with something like Corona, I think it proved that nobody planned for it. Nobody um, could see it. Nobody could see that happening in the future. If we'd said back in January that all the schools would be closed, you would have probably laughed at us. Um, so sometimes when things happen that you can't change and you can't do anything about it, you just have to be able to go with them. Surviving Lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So, Amy, what's the worst thing about lockdown for you, business or personal? Um, not being able to see my family and friends for me. I'm very close to my parents and it's been very difficult to um, not be able to see them. I have still seen them because I've been doing shopping. I've got a really good support network of friends who are in a similar situation to me. And, you know, we've done Zooms. We've done those things. We've done messenger groups. We've used the new messenger rooms functions. We've done all the silly things that you can do. We've had quizzes. My boys last night had a um, scavenger hunt through Explorers. But I miss my family and I miss being able to give somebody a hug. Back to business, have you needed to take advantage of any of the government's financial packages at all? Um, I would have loved to have been able to, but unfortunately, as a small limited company where I'm a sole employee and director, I didn't qualify for very much at all. The only thing I would have qualified for would have been a um, 80% of my director's salary, which I deliberately keep small as a limited company, as the vast majority of us do. Um, so unfortunately, there's nothing that I qualify for, and I don't pay enough rent to qualify for anything else. So I would, I would have if I'd been given the opportunity, but I am one of those forgotten ones that I just don't get anything. It begs the question, how are you coping? Um, I've been able to still secure work, I guess, because of the type of work that I do where I am in digital marketing. I have been able to offer stuff. Um, I'm launching a new business as well, so I've been able to focus on that as well. Um, I've still been networking. I've still been talking. I've still been generating business. I've still been working with clients one-to-one. So I've I've had to maintain that. I would say I've probably had to work harder to maintain that. Sure. Um, yeah. So longer hours, um, more dedication, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm very lucky and I, I consider myself very lucky. So then what happens after lockdown, whenever that is? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is go out for cocktails with the girls. <laughs> that is a definite. There'll be lots Good. of hugs. I can guarantee there'll be, they will, there will be a lot of hugging on that night. We'll definitely be doing that. But for me, it's a little bit business as usual, which I guess is weird. If I was a retailer, I'd be able to go back into the store. I'd be able to see customers face-to-face again. But for me, I can't wait to get back to face-to-face training and face-to-face speaking. I love standing in front of a group of 50 people, keeping them entertained for an hour and um, helping them to walk away with where they feel that they've learned something. So what would be the one thing you'd like most help with, either from government or community, as we get back to some semblance of normality? Um, For me, from a business perspective, I would just love people to talk about me more. Um, I've been doing what I'm doing now for a really long time, but I've kind of been doing it in the shadows where I've been working for other people doing it. This is the first time I've really stuck my head above the parapet and said, this is me. This is what I'm good at. This is what I love doing. This is what I want to share. So I'm a bit like a toddler on jelly tots because I'm so excited about the whole thing. (laughs) And I just want other people to be as excited as I am, really, I guess, which is uh, obviously difficult because it might not be their bag. But um, I'd love that to be the case. And I think from a personal perspective, I just want everyone to still kind of stay kind to one another and remember how hard it was when we weren't seeing each other so that actually when we do see each other, we maybe appreciate that a little bit more. Excited and confident are two incredibly different things. Are you confident the economy will pick up by perhaps the end of the year? Um, I honestly don't know. I would like to think that it will. 
I would like to think that the government have put enough in place in terms of things like the bounce back loans, the help that they provided, the companies that have definitely kept going. My partner works in hospitality and without the furlough scheme, so many more businesses would have gone than, than have already, even like sure. some of the big ones like Carluccio's and things like that. So I would like to think that that's the case, but I also think we're going to be facing a very different normal when we do all come out. Um, restaurants aren't going to be the same. Uh, the way that we see each other isn't going to be the same. And I think it's probably going to be at least another year until we start seeing that start to feel like it did three or four months ago. There are a lot of businesses struggling at this time. Do you have any tips that you can point them in the right direction so that they can be maybe a bit more positive? Um, I would say definitely stay visible, stay talking to your customers, stay in their eyesight, stay in their eyeline so that they know that when they are ready to buy, that they will still come back to you. I was in a networking meeting the other day and somebody said, don't dismiss the lurkers. And I agree with that so much. Just because they're not buying from you now doesn't mean that they won't. You have to keep faith. I appreciate how difficult that is in terms of finances. I've got some friends who've um, had to take a sideline job or a part-time job just to be able to make the bit, you know, make ends meet really. So I know that that can be really difficult, but I also think that you have to keep faith. If you don't think you'll sell anything, the chances are you won't. Amy, thank you very much and good luck with Focus Your Future. Thank you. You can contact Amy through the website www.focusyourfuture.co.uk. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown. <laughs>